Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to our show. I tried to get the in- intro up, but I guess it's not um, working, but uh, we're on live right now. This is our first show um, called The Urban Wire, and we're here um, today. We're going to talk about several things, um, one of which we're going to talk about family issues, um, our family affairs um, series, part one, and um Today I have Michael Snyder from the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers Online. Right now, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, well, um, we're probably going to jump into a song real quick, and we'll be right back, and we'll get into what we're going to do today.
All right, we're back. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues that matter in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UCOFW, or check us out on right into this um so michael are you still there yes i'm here all right well um we're just going to get started um i just want to tell you a little bit about the show um we're going to be airing every saturday from two to three and um michael snyder hopefully you know we can get him on here every other weekend you know and um you know have him come on and help host the show um so michael um how was your weekend you know how are you doing today uh Hectic day, hectic day. Get a weekend off work and, you know, all kinds of stuff to catch up on. But getting through there. So, yeah, great, good to be on here today, though. Glad I was invited. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, today we got a lot to cover. We only got an hour today right now. Um, we're going to jump in today with the FDAOK's um, embryonic stem cell trials for humans. But first, I just want to tell you a little bit more about this show. We're going to talk about urban uh, topics every week. We're going to talk about politics, whatever you want to talk about. You know, if you want to call in, feel free to call in. Um, just leave us your uh, comments. We are on MySpace right now, um, www.myspace.com forward slash UCOFW. Um, we have a YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash UCOFW. Uh, we have many videos, um, commentaries, uh, all kind of things. So get on there, subscribe, comment, and all that good stuff. So um, with that being said, like I said, we're going to jump right into this. So I guess now um, the FDA is like uh, is pretty much giving the go on embryonic stem cell trials for humans, which that is one of the main things that um, – People have been talking about for years, very controversial. Um, and I'm going to read you a little bit of this. This this is coming from politicsdaily.com. And, this, uh, and in this article is written by, let me see who this is written by. Uh, doesn't really give an author. Okay, Christopher Weber, he's a news correspondent, and he um, pretty much states in this article, for the first time, human subjects will be used to, to test a treatment of spinal cord injuries derived from embryonic stem cells under the rules approved by the FDA. The biopharmaceutical company, Garen, announced in a news release Friday that FDA had lifted a hold on a clinical trial, trial using stem cells. The hold was put into place shortly after FDA after the FDA initially cleared the research in January 2009. Regulators became concerned when 
cysts were discovered in some mice injected with the stem cells. Garen had run another study on mice and came up with better ways to check the purity of its cells. Researchers believe that embryonic cells have a great promise in medicine because they're so resilient and malleable. Embryonic stem cells can turn into any type of cell in the body, which may mean that they can someday be used to create replacements for injured or diseased tissue. So and it just pretty much goes on with the controversy behind that. But I, I feel that this is a good um, scientific breakthrough. I think it can help out a lot of people. How do you feel about uh, embryonic stem cell research? Well, I guess my question is, is this the actual embryonic or is this like the umbilical cord stem cells? I know I've heard a lot about both. This is actually the embryonic they're talking about, correct? Yes, that's what they're talking about, yeah. Well, Which I don't, I don't, I, I guess I can see both sides of the issue because you're dealing with embryos, but really they're just embryos, like not, you know, they're not actual living organisms, I don't think, you know, because you, in order for right. it to be a living organism, it has to, the sperm you know, that, yeah, the embryo that. has to, yeah, connect. So I don't know how I feel about it, but I think that it, I can see how it would help out um, people, in you know, in the future and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing where uh, this leads and, you know, um, well, and that's going to re-spark re the debate of when does life begin because I can see a whole lot of people on, you know, especially like a lot of the abortion, uh, well, situation. You know, some people are going to the pro-life and the, uh, you know, Roe versus Wade concept there, I guess, going on. You know, there's going to be both arguments, you know, then this is going to bring up the whole argument again of, when does life begin? You know, is it the moment of conception? Is it a certain period of time later when, you know, the fetus or embryo has a heartbeat? And, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of people are, like you said, it's going to be a really hot topic, and that's going to weigh a lot on people's minds. And, you know, I can see both sides of it myself. You know, I can, you know, and a lot of the churches are highly, well, most about most every church I've heard of is pretty much against it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, the benefits, look what it can do for humanity. You know, Christopher Reeve was a big proponent of stem cell research. Um, I guess I'm a little bit in the dark on which part that he was for or if it, if he was for embryonic or not. Uh, but, yeah, this, wow, talk about opening a whole new can of worms. Right, right. And well, we'll move on to our next topic. Um, another controversial topic that's in the media right now is the entire Arizona um, immigration law. And um, if you remember, I did a I did a video on YouTube about this about a month ago. And um, I, you know, pretty much my stance on it was that the way the law was executed in how they were trying to carry it out, I, I, I had a big problem with it because you're really going to, you know, start tampering with people's civil rights. And, and it, mm -hmm. to me, it wasn't the the illegal immigrants themselves that I had, you know, because, you know, of course I, I agree if you're going to come into this country, you should do it legally 
and do it just like everyone else does. But my thing was, it's like I don't want to see this law come into effect and it affects like actual legitimate legal U.S. citizens. And pretty much from what I gather from the entire, you know, from the law and stuff like that, they could easily like um, discriminate against people's race or they can go by appearance alone and, you know, who carries around their papers? You know, who carries around, like, documents and stuff like that? It, it's just ridiculous. So I'm guessing that they're going to be overturning this. Like, well, I I did read part of the federal ruling that come down. And a lot of, you know, the things that I've seen that come out of that, it was expected. I mean, there were just certain things in there that they tried to rewrite some of the federal law. Now, I agree that the federal law needs some work. I agree. It absolutely does. However, the state should have known just by constitutional law that there's you just can't do that. You know, right. they, they should have been, and a lot of people, I think, wanted to blame the, you know, I did read a couple of articles where they were blaming the, uh, said the muscle of the Obama administration. Well, this, I don't really think you know, and they want to blame a lot of that on the Democrat or Republican, you know, pointing fingers back and forth across the aisle. But that isn't really a Democrat or Republican issue. That is kind of a constitutional law issue. And, you know, whether you're for it or against it, right or wrong, there are certain things written in that law that, you know, a high school graduate that had taken a basic government class could have said, that ain't going to work. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and see, that's that's my biggest thing is like, is it constitutional? Because like like I mentioned um, just a second ago, like I, I think you're dealing with people's civil rights, basic civil rights, and like like you said, just um, constitutional rights as well. So I'm really um, I'm really interested in seeing where this debate leads us and what they're going to actually do about this situation because there's no denying it. Um, that this this is an issue that needs to be addressed. Like it, I mean, oh, yeah. this, this is something because to me, like I said, like I'm I'm all for um, securing the borders and stuff like that. But I but still at the same time, I, I'm all for people's rights too. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and like like I, the way I see it though, like you can't go to any other country. You can't go to any other country and enter illegally. You have to have papers. You got to have documents. You have to have everything in order before you enter mm-hmm. anyone else's country. Um, you know, just to even visit, let alone like actually move into that country and live. Right. You know, and reside within that country. So I, I agree. I can see both sides of the issue, but that but that legislation will just give people that that already have like a racist agenda. That would give them like leeway. That would give them an open invitation to um, discriminate against people based on race and appearance. Yeah. So, yeah. an interesting thing that I had seen, which is somewhat of the business as usual, and uh, I believe uh, Sheriff Joe, the one that uh, everybody's talked about, the sheriff there in Arizona that has the does the chain gangs and stuff. Uh, you know. I don't see why it is so difficult upon every person's arrest. If you are arrested by the police, 
you know, business as usual. You know, follow your laws you got on the books. Business as usual. If they're arrested, you fingerprint them and start identifying everybody by the fingerprints. And if it's right. determined that, you know, while the in the process of doing your identification that this person is an illegal alien, then I think at that point the ICE, the Immigration Customs Enforcement Agency, at that point needs to get involved. And when either the due process is complete or whatever, get, ship them out of the country. You know, if you're breaking the laws and you're found guilty of breaking the laws under the laws that we have currently and have been operating by, and then it's like, okay, and you're here illegally. Well, guess what? You're out. You know, why don't we do it that way? But I know for a fact that there's a lot of misdemeanor violations, repeated misdemeanor violations, that – yeah, you might be able to identify this person in the course of due process of law and say, oh, yeah, they're an illegal immigrant, but ICE won't do anything about it. They're like, yeah, so. Right. Well, um, I have um, – I'm going to touch on this uh, subject real quick, and then we're going to go to a song real quick. What do you feel like about – what do you feel on the issue of uh, natural birth rights? And what I mean, what I mean by that is, do you feel that is that is legitimate for um, an illegal alien to come into the United States and have a child, and that child be like considered a natural born citizen? Do you, how do you feel about that? Well, that is some, you know, pretty standard, you know, constitutional law there. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's been on the books for a long, long time. You're born on the United States soil. You are here on the United States soil. Uh, you're a U.S. citizen, and yeah. you know I have absolutely no problem with that. I think that is absolutely correct. However, yeah, I agree too. But, but I, and I don't, you know, I, I don't um, fault the children. But I just, I think like it, you, you can't. So you know, I, I was watching the Young Turks. It's, that's a pretty. Um, uh, famous channel, like really popular channel on mm-hmm. YouTube, and they were talking about this issue yesterday um, in yesterday's broadcast where I guess there are people that are trying to um, get a constitutional amendment or something put into place to where that uh, that that won't occur in the future. But mm-hmm. to me, it's not, to me, you're looking at the wrong issue. It's not the children that are being born into the country that you need to you know, do do away with it. It's the whole securing of the borders in the first place. You know, right. if you secure the border and you make sure everything, you know, people, you know, right. can't get in, get in here, you wouldn't have to worry about that issue. That's, yeah, that's where the issue starts. And it's not illegal to possess a dual citizenship. You know, they may have to rewrite, I think, some of the citizenship laws. Where you know if you're born on born on the United States soil, by all means you're a United States citizen. However, and I think where the biggest problem is looking at with this type of situation, they're seeing that you know either mom or dad, one of the two, is an illegal immigrant, and the other one is an American citizen, and then you have the child. But if they ship one or the other off, then they're splitting the family up. That's one of the biggest heated things. And then, you know, well, what if both parents are illegal immigrants? Well, in my opinion, 
and according to a lot of the law, the parent is responsible for the child. Therefore, if you know they're deported, don't split the family up, send the child with them. But then right. again, you're expelling a U.S. citizen from the United States, so there you're going to run into a whole new legal battle in that direction as well. Right. Well, like I said, this is going to be an issue that's going to um, be in the news. It's going to be in the news for a while. This is not an issue that's been, um, you know, it didn't happen overnight, and it's not going to be something that's going to be resolved overnight. So I'm really... Yes. Um, and have you read also where a lot of the political campaigns that's going on right are now are going to be centered on that? Yeah. Well, no, I read one thing where the Republicans are kind of sitting back, going, "You know, this is a really large and fast-growing population of people. These are going to be potential voters here. Let's not rock the boat yet. Everybody's, I think, right now sitting back, just taking a back seat and really." Really taking it easy on it because they don't know what to do, and I think before well, they yeah, open, well, you know mouth, that's how it is. Anyways, you know people yeah. are going to cater, try to cater to, or they're going to try to focus on um, segments of population that right. could influence how you know which vote. way the vote to go. Oh so yeah, I, they're going to cater to them. They're going to you know campaign to them, but as always, you know how they are. Mm-hmm. How a lot of politicians are they they come into the community um and it could and you know it could be any community you know latino right. black white gay community g l b t community whatever and they'll they'll give you all these promises and they'll campaign for change and this that and the other and once they get into office, you don't hear anything from them i mean that's that's right. just the name and, of the game and I don't mean to sound like I'm picking on the Republicans in general because it's politics in general. It's all politics, and they're all, all the Democrats of, just don't get a free pass either. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, they're setting back too, kind of going, "Yee, I don't know. Uh, we better think this through first. And which I, you know, hey, I would hope they would be well informed before they make a decision, which I guess is kind of good. But it's kind of interesting that with all the political and uh, re-election stuff that's going on right now and campaigning that people are kind of shying away from it. They're a little bit afraid to put their opinions out there. Right, right. Well, we're going to um, go to some music really quick, and then we're going to come back. And uh, we might do a little entertainment, but I really need to jump into today's topic. Um, we're going to probably expand on it um, next week, but I really want to at least get started on it, um, family affairs. I don't know if we're going to take the approach about the baby mama drama, but we will talk about the family unit today and how um, it has changed. So we're going to go to some uh, music really quick, and then we're going to be right back, and um, we will talk to you in a few. You are now listening to The Urban Wire, brought to you by
again, so I'm gonna let go. Oh my gosh. Baby, let me love you down There's so many ways to love you Maybe I can break you down There's so many ways to love you Got me like, oh my God, I'm so in love I found you finally You make me wanna say, oh, 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 oh
from your point of view, do you think that the fam- family structure and the family unit is in trouble today? Well, not only is it in trouble, but I think to even stand a a, a chance of being able to grasp it, it, to, it totally needs redefined. I mean, yeah. it's got to be completely redefined. And, you know, because, for example, like I said, the days of Warden June Cleaver, you know, a mom and dad at home and, you know, mom like the typical housewife or whatever, even if they have both parents, both parents usually in this day and age have to work. And, you know, it's just not – it's pretty rare to see that. But on the same token – they will go ahead and you know, I and I can't quote exactly where the statistic come from, but I think I've read before it's like approximately eighty percent or eighty or possibly even a little higher of all family units are dysfunctional. And, you know, it's this dysfunction that people I think a lot of people just aren't they don't think. They're not thinking about what they're doing, they're not thinking about what they're putting their kids through. You know, and they're not trying to be in the correct mindset that they need in order to support their family. Right. Well, I, I also noticed, like, um, especially with the past couple, you know, generation or two, especially the kids, kids that are coming up now, it's really the grandparents that are raising the children. And um, as we all know, you know, we, we, we know people, you know, everybody knows, or you might be a product of that yourself. But to me, I think a lot of times, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, I think a lot of um, children are having children, and they are nowhere ready to take care of, like, another being. I mean, people don't oh, realize they don't realize the significance behind that because you're actually bringing in another human. You're bringing in another life. You're bringing in another uh, a soul into the universe. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize the significance of that. And to me, I just could not feel comfortable just bringing kids into the world. I have no means to, you know, protect them. But, see, a lot of people feel, hey, the government's going to help me out, so Mm -hmm. therefore I'm going to keep having kids, I'm going to keep getting this little money, I'm going to keep living my life. And first first of all, I I, kind of wonder about that because, if you're just having kids at random, that means, first of all, not, not only are you bringing kids into the world, but you're having unprotected sex. And yeah. nine times out of ten, especially the girls that have sex with multiple men, don't know who the uh, father is, first of all, that makes me question, are you getting tested for STDs? Mm-hmm. Do you care what kind of DNA, what kind of background this man has? You know, you're letting this man have sex with you, bend you over in all kinds of ways, you know, pimp you, uh, manipulate you, you know, violate you, and then you get pregnant by this fool, and then, you know, either A, he's a deadbeat, or B, you know, you don't even know who the man is. Right. So I think or, it, it has a lot even... to do with self-respect and um, mm-hmm. self-dignity that they're not getting at home because, like I said, a lot of times, you have kids bringing forth kids in the world, and they can't teach them anything because they can't even take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, let's even, you know, and, yeah, I agree, that's probably a vast majority of these situations. But let's even just look at the people that maybe aren't as promiscuous. You know, 
there maybe with one person or whatever, but they're just not even thinking of the concept of, hey, you know, I might get pregnant here. What's going to happen then? You know, they right. don't. They are, you know, either side of what you look at, they're just they're there's a lack of future contemplation, I guess, of what's going on, and they don't think about it. Right. You know, now some people could say, since we're talking about the family unit, where were their parents? Did their parents not teach him? You know, didn't anybody, you know, beat something into this kid's head going, hey, are you listening? Do you know what you could do to yourself or a potentially a child? You know, but again, you know, some people would say that's the breakdown of the family unit. And maybe for the largest part, maybe it is. Yeah, but it kind of, you know, and it kind of makes me, you know, it just it just bothers me so much because, like, you know, so many people don't realize the significance behind, you know, raising kids properly. And the thing about it is, like, when you're bringing kids into the world, they have to have some type of sense of direction, you know. And it's just it's just one of those things where, um, um, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's a real complicated situation. Uh, we have a caller that just called in. We're going to see if they have anything to say or if they want to weigh in on this conversation. Hello, caller, are you there? Hello? You just listening? They're probably just listening. But um, pretty much, um, like I said, the family unit today is in trouble. You have a lot of uh, fathers that are getting women pregnant, and they're leaving these um, women, you know, to raise these children on their own. Because, I mean, I know there's certain things a woman can teach or instill into a child, but there's also certain things that a father can only instill into a child. So I think it's very important to have both elements there. And another thing is I don't feel that you need – I'd rather – and this, this is another issue. I've, I've seen so much dysfunction in this area, too, to where you, you have people that will stay together for the benefit of the kids, but the the home is full of hell, you know, a okay. lot of drama, a lot of violence, you know, all that stuff, all these elements. So to me, I feel that sometimes it's better, even if the even if the parents aren't together, I think you can still have both of them in the child's life. And I'd rather see a situation where both parents are apart than together. If the if the if you know, there's going to be a lot of confusion, a lot of drama, and everything else. So, um, what is your thought on that? Well, you know, we can see, you know, a lot of this, especially, you know, I do have a job, my full-time professional job is I do work in the law enforcement arena, and uh, I, I'm not a police officer, though. But oftentimes in these situations, you see that, you know, there's a lot of domestic issues, a lot of sometimes mental abuse that's taking place from, you know, even just the screaming and yelling and arguing and, you know, they don't realize that maybe, you know, they're trying to stay together for the sake of the children, but really they're doing, again, more harm than good. You know, if they really want to do something for the sake of the children, then go ahead and separate and, you know, get your own lives going, but be 
humane and uh, diplomatic about your custodial issues. You know, you know whether you do a joint custody, whether you do a, you know, however you're going to split that. You know, there's ways you can do it and not make it as traumatic on the children, but the adults got to use some sense about it. Unfortunately, that sometimes seems to be what's lacking in the world. Yes. Well, um, I, I really think that the family is a very powerful unit, and then because because you look at society, a society is only as strong as the family family unit, and when you start tearing down the family unit, that's when um, a society starts breaking down. You know, like um, I think there's not enough parents that are putting an emphasis. Emphasis on children respecting themselves, respecting others, going to school, getting an education. You don't have that, and I think when that when that breaks down, I think that's when a society is doomed to uh, to fail. And you see all around us. You see all this every every time you turn on the news. You see so much going on in the world. It makes you wonder: Are these children being taught at home? Are they being taught the value of respect? Are they being taught the value of, of um, education? Education. So it, it's, there's so many, like, things that we need to look at um, when it comes to that. So, yeah. um, you know, and in the blog talk, you know, it, it's easy for us to sit here, and, you know, and easy for a lot of people to sit here and point out what the – downfalls are and what the you know problems are but you know now as a people what can we do to change it i mean yeah. unfortunately it's going to take you know it's going to take some kind of a movement almost like to get people to say hey wait a minute here let's think about this and that's hard to do when you're in a emotionally charged situations but you know how can we try to make a difference? How can we try to, you know, get the word out? I don't know. Well, I'm not going to claim I, to have the and, answer. And you're right. It's it's easy to talk about the problem. It's, it's easy to point out the problem because, you know, that's just how we are as sure. humans. We can point out things. We can call things out. But what it takes more to come up with a solution, and you're right. But my solution to it is um, – it starts with each and every one of us. Like like that old cliche goes, and you've heard it before, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, it, you know, it starts even in your family. Even, you know, not even, you know, if you have cousins or you have nieces and nephews that need a mentor, take time to talk to them, you know, because sometimes they may have parents that may not care about them. They can give a blankety-blank about them, but yeah. it's up to you. If you see that there's something that you can do, it takes each and every one of us to um, to help out with this problem. So, you know, it, sometimes it takes, you know, you to come, you know, and mentor oh, a child. And a lot or, of churches out there are doing, churches, trying to schools. do some, you know, community outreach efforts. Some of them got some, you know, really good programs there for youth, you know, community centers, you know, volunteering for mentor programs. You know, there's a lot of options out there, and, you know, we need good people to do that, you know. Right. And good people to do that, unfortunately, are very hard to come by. 
You know, right. you don't have to look very far. You know, it's a wonder that people aren't scared to death to take their kids to a church activity after you see what the Catholic Church has had in the news. But, you know, I think part of the issue is, like, and, and like I said, really it comes back on the parents. You have mm-hmm. to, like, be careful who you allow as well to mentor your children and who you, oh, yeah. you know, who you leave your children with because there are a lot of sick, twisted individuals out there that, that get off by, you know, on preying on children and oh, yeah. people that can't help themselves. You know, there's a lot of sick people out here, and a lot of people don't realize that. They really don't, you know. So this it's is one of those um, topics. We're going to continue on this topic um, next week. We're going to go to a song real quick, and then we're going to come back with the remaining moments of this show you know, I can't believe it's already, like, we have less than 15 minutes left, but um, we're going to come back. We're going to go to a quick break, and um, when we come back, we're going to just close out. We're going to, you know, give you a little update on what's going on with us and um, talk about what's going to be coming up next week.
I know y'all remember that song. Yeah, that's just my baby, Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appropriate for today. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yep. So, yeah. This has been a pretty, you know, interesting show. You know, our first show. So we're just, you know, trying out different things. You know, and um, you know, like I said, this show will be available for podcast. Um, we're going to be doing some stuff on iTunes soon, so you might be able to get it on there. But until then, you can come to the website. Um, you can download it, listen listen to it later, you know, download it as an MP3 file. Um, just a little bit about the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers. We started out about two years ago, um, it's about five or six of us. We had people come and go throughout, the, you know, a couple, few years. Um, we're just a group of young people that are trying to, um, bring topics of interest to the community at large, the younger and more urban community um, on religion, politics, entertainment, all types of stuff like that. And um, right now we're going to be we're working on an official website, which the site will be up, I'm hoping, in the next month or so. We're going to be working on that. Um, and Michael is one of the, our correspondents. He's been, a, you know, a very good um, – very good friend of mine as well as just someone that's always supported me, and I've always appreciated that he's always been there for me. And, you know, we go back, you know, uh, you know, a long way. So yeah, I just want to thank you for that, and I really thank you for coming on today. Um, but like I said, you can check us out right now. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we'll have videos coming up, you know, all kind of things, all kind of fun stuff on myspace.com forward slash UCOFW. We also have a Twitter page, too, so make sure you, you subscribe to that so you get updates about the shows, different little funny videos that we send out, and just updates in general and stuff like that. We're going to be heading in a um, totally different direction. So just be on the lookout for us, support us, and all that good stuff. And, um, and one just, thing I, I would like to throw in there about – the UCOFW. It's not just uh, an entertainment. Like, unfortunately, sometimes you have to classify these things. For, for example, blog talk radio. It's not just about entertainment. We're also about trying to educate the public by bringing to light issues that are impacting not you know the urban community, not just the urban community. A lot of you know life in general, and we really try to you know, bring humanitarian aspects out there that we really want the public to listen to and say, hey, you know, think about this. You know, right, right. what are you doing? Right. Well, Michael, we're going to take this few minutes, you know, we have about seven minutes left, but I want you to um, let the audience know um, what you're working on and what can they expect from you in the near future. I know we brought that up on our YouTube clips, but since yeah. we're 
in a different audience, I want you to just tell us uh, what's going well, on with you. I am currently working on a website myself, hopefully within the next month. Well, under two months, I'm hoping. We'll have it up and running, and it's going to deal with my endeavors in spiritual healing and spiritual teaching. You know, right. That's not to take any way from anything away at all from doctors or therapists or psychologists, qualified medical personnel. Of course, you know, a lot of people seem to think that when you talk about spiritual healing, spiritual uh, different modalities there, a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, what about the doctors? You know, use them. That's what they're here for. But right. I really am wanting to get into some of that to really push out there and bring a more humanitarian aspect that sometimes, you know, a lot of other spiritual endeavors don't always cover as appropriately as I feel they should. Uh, some of that will deal with, uh, uh, you know, spiritual enlightenment, Reiki, some holistic healing techniques, uh, different modalities, and just general general life path type things that a lot of us, you know, at some point in our life we find ourselves questioning. You know, whether it's we've hit rock bottom and then we have no place left to go or, you know, life might be okay, but it's just not meaningful enough for us. You know, those are the kinds of things I want to really get into. And hopefully we'll have that website. I'll have that up and going here in under two months, I hope. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, I'm really excited about it. Um, like I said, I'm all about promoting positive people. And um, like I said, he's definitely um, – Michael is definitely uh, a person that is all about uh, putting out a positive message out there, helping others to help themselves. You have to, you have to want to help yourself. You know, it's, it's one thing to have someone help you, but you have to want to help yourself too. Exactly. Um, so, like I said, we have a couple minutes left. Um, I just want to thank everybody that's listening. We're going to be having the links up each week. Um, you know, all my friends and all my um, Friends page on Facebook. If you want, you can add me. My name is Seneca Harris. Um, spell that S E N I C A. Or you can join us, like I said, um, on YouTube. Or you can hit us up on MySpace. You, you don't have to necessarily be a member of MySpace to view the page, but if you want to send comments on any blogs that we have, feel free to um, get join MySpace and get on there and uh, you know just do your thing. You know we're all about networking. Um, also, if you would like to be a commentator, if you would like to be on the show, or if you would like to just help out in any capacity, we would greatly appreciate your help. Um, like I said, we're just trying to get a positive message out there, um, especially to the younger people, um, just people in general. You know, like we're, we're open to um, all races, all um, ethnic origins, um, orientation, sexual orientation, all that. You know, we're all family. We're all, you know, all religion. trying to make it through this thing called life. Mm -hmm. So um, did you have something to say? No, no. I was just additionally commenting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to pretty much wrap this show up. Uh, we only got three minutes left. And um, join us next week. Uh, we might pick back up on this. Topic. We're definitely going to pick back up on it maybe, if not next week, the following week after that. Um and just uh, keep in contact with us, you know, through Facebook and all them, those good things so you know when we're going to have shows scheduled and stuff like that. 
but definitely next week we're hoping to have on Miss DeAndra next week, and she's going to give us um, the little inside scoop on what's going on in the entertainment industry and stuff like that, and you know things that women should know about their men. So, but definitely. Um, Thanks for checking us out, and we will catch you next Saturday. You are now listening to The Urban Wire, brought to you by...